0: The following program is presented to you by the New York State School Boards Association. NISBA's President's Gavel Podcast is supported by the College Board, a mission-driven organization that connects students to college success and opportunity. Learn more at collegeboard.org.
1: With so much attention focused on this year's election, it would not be surprising to wonder how politics might impact your school board. In this podcast, we discuss why it is critical to keep politically charged issues out of the boardroom and how to ensure that your board maintains unity when so many in our country and communities are divided. Let's call this meeting to order. My name is Darcy Dercouli, Director of Leadership Development for the New York State School Boards Association. And on this episode of the President's Gavel, we discuss Crossing the Divide, how political bias jeopardizes board unity. I'm joined today by my two NISPA colleagues, Jamie McPherson, Deputy Director of Leadership Development, and Mark Schneider, Leadership Development Manager, Thank you both for joining me today. Good morning, Jamie.
0: Good morning, Darcy, and thank you for having me.
1: Thank you, and welcome, Mark.
2: Thank you, Darcy, I'm happy to join you.
1: So as a framework for our discussion today, I think it's important to note the longstanding perspective advocated by the Commissioner of Education back in 1971. School boards should avoid statements and actions that may politicize the educational system. With this in mind, let's move on to our first question. So Mark, I'd like to start by asking you, why is it important for board members to separate their political affiliation and ideologies from school board service?
2: Uh, Thank you, Darcy. And that 1971 ruling that you uh, mentioned is referred to as the matter of siatcha, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, It indicates that while individual board members, uh, while, while the board should avoid actions and statements that may politicize the educational system, individual board members have every right to express their individual views on matters of public concern. The board member's role is to serve the best interests of all students, not a political party, but it's not a censorship ruling. And that being said, it's become very challenging for board members to keep politics out of the boardroom because the political divide in our country has grown so vast that nearly every issue that is discussed has the potential to become politicized. I mean, who would have ever thought that issues such as student and staff health and safety or curriculum decisions, uh, or, or even the district code of conduct would divide communities along party lines. To ease the burden, it's critical for boards to review and understand the roles and responsibilities of the school board. It's imperative for each individual board member to know which issues rise to the level of the board and which, which issues should be left to the superintendent. So in general, the board needs to stay focused on policy. And when boards or board members get involved in the operations of the district, it leads to micromanaging, which brings with it a host of issues and concerns. And I'll add to this by saying it's just as important for the board to educate its stakeholders on the board's role and authority in the district. So often we hear from boards that are concerned about pleasing their various stakeholders who believe that the board has more power and authority than it really does. It's so important that the board takes steps to educate the public on what exactly the board does and what the board doesn't do. We also recommend that boards review their decision-making processes to ensure that all members understand the uh, agreed-upon process for sharing information, bringing issues before the board, uh, voting, and then supporting the decision of the board regardless of how they voted.
1: I think all those are great points, Mark, and as you're pointing out, board members' role is to serve the best interest of all students. And Jamie, what do you think is important about this particular piece? Would you have anything more you'd want to add?
0: Absolutely. And Mark, uh, those were excellent points that you made. And I want to take the conversation just a step further here. If you look at just the nature of school board elections, elevating this conversation up to that 30,000 foot view, we'll understand that by nature, those elections are nonpartisan. That's why when you look at the ballots for school board members, there is no political affiliation that is associated with it. And so when you look at the work of a school board as a whole, by nature, they are nonpartisan. And that's really a principle that school boards need to strive to truly uphold. Really, when you look at the work of a school board, as Mark indicated, they need to be united in a common purpose to help guide the district forward and really truly serve the best interests of all students at play. But once you begin to politicize issues and you begin to divide the board among party lines. That within itself is gonna fracture the board and it's gonna impede its ability to truly work as a collective body and make decisions that are in the best interest of all students at hand. And when we see boards that have become fractured, when we see boards that tend to look at one another through a political lens, that really is what brings about dysfunction. It helps to break trust and it takes the shift off of the work of the district and it elevates it up to a political realm where really the board should not be operating. Now there are some fine lines today and it becomes a little tricky for board members because we do know that there are a lot of educational issues where individual board members will take certain positions. But at the end of the day, it's important for all board members to understand. Yes, you have that freedom. You have the ability as an individual to associate with a political party, to have your political ideologies, but you shouldn't be bringing those onto the board and helping that drive your work as a school board because at the end of the day, board members need to uphold all laws, rules, and regulations pertaining to education and their work. Once we begin to politicize that and try to work against that system, that's where things can get a little bit muddied.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jamie. And we've seen uh, various nuances of this happen across the state with various different boards of education. And one of the things when we're out in the field working with our boards, um, we always try to make clear as our board members are connecting with community members and others who might be interested in running for the board. Um, we try to make it clear that if you're an advocate out there in the community, and you're a great advocate for whatever your interest is, go for it. We would love for you to advocate for whatever your position is as a community member, but once you get elected to the board, you have to take that advocacy hat off for that particular issue that you were so passionate about out there in the community. And if in fact, you truly wanna be a great advocate for that particular special interest group, and you have a particular skill and talent for being a great advocate, then then do that. But perhaps you don't wanna run for the Board of Education because once you do that, you have to take that political hat off in a sense. And really be there for all the students, for all the issues at large that concern the district and not that particular interest group or not that particular political affiliation. So when we get onto the school board and when we're working as a board president with our fellow board members, um, we talk a lot about board culture and what it really means. So I'm wondering, Jamie, if you can, offer any advice to give to our board members and our board presidents in how to be proactive in building a unified board culture that is free from the divisive political issues. Sure,
0: absolutely. And I worked with a board not too long ago and a board member said, my father had served on a board for about 20 years. And then when I got onto the board, I realized that I had absolutely no clue what my father actually did. And so this gets down to the whole notion that, there's a perception of school board service versus the reality. A starting point for a lot of district to help build and maintain a positive culture is to edify candidates of what school board service really entails and then taking that a step further and figuring out ways how can we really edify our community at large in terms of what a school board does what are the roles responsibilities and functionalities of a school board and once we begin to do that we can begin to build that culture of nonpartisanship to let candidates know that you are not running on a political platform per se but you are running to serve the district, you are running to serve the best interests of students. Once you are on a school board, it's really good to have solid policies and processes in place, a structure on which school board members can operate. And then really what we want to do here is build a unity of purpose. Why are we serving? And in order to build that unity of purpose, we really have to define what is our vision, that ideal tomorrow that we're striving to create today. Why do we exist? What is our mission? Helping to clarify that. And then really building out our goals. What is it that we're trying to accomplish that leads us to that vision and fulfills our mission? Because that in itself is going to help create a structure for school board members to operate. It helps guide them in terms of their decision-making. And it really helps school board members understand that when we're looking at issues of the district, we can't look at it through a political lens, but instead we need to be very objective. We have a collective body of individuals with different perspectives and ideas. And it's important that when we're serving in that capacity that we listen to one another and that we take those perspectives into consideration because through those deliberations, that's what's gonna lead us to better decision-making at the end of the day. Mark, what do you think?
2: No, we have individuals in our communities that advocate for everything from a political party to special interests and and what have you. Uh, and, And that's not to say that Advocates don't belong on the school board. Advocating is one of the most important responsibilities of a school board. It's just we have to recognize what it is we're advocating for. We're advocating for our students. We're advocating for public education um, and what's going to be best for our district. Uh, I also want to mention that uh, you know we we talk quite a bit about building this unity of purpose not only here in the podcast but but also in our retreats and in our uh, our webinars and in all of. Uh, our work here in the leadership development department. But it's important to recognize that a unity of purpose does not necessarily mean the board has to agree on everything. It's okay to disagree. You know, having that, that spirited debate, having that conversation at the board table is what makes governance so worthwhile. If everyone just agreed with everything, there wouldn't be a need to have uh, a school board. and so. I want to make certain that we understand that we're not advocating for everyone to agree on all these issues. Definitely disagree, definitely have debates and have these important conversations related to your issues. But uh, when the decision of the board is made, it's important to accept the decision, respect the decision, and of course support the decision of the board, uh, regardless of how uh, you voted in that decision.
0: Mark, those are great points. And the one thing that I'll just simply add is that we're talking about a democracy. And in a democratic system, yes, you do have different ideas and perspectives, but really you need to look at the work of a school board as being, it's the majority that at the end of the day sometimes will prevail, but really best practices is that if I was in the minority, I should then support the majority of the board because that's what's really going to build a system of trust. You're right in the sense that we're not always going to come to an agreement, and if you're striving to always reach agreement on the board, then that's really going to paralyze the ability of the board to carry out the district's Business And so if we then politicize these issues and, and make them centered around political parties and political affiliations or an agenda of a political party, that's just really going to further complicate things. And then that's what's going to really impede the board's ability to carry out the district business.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree with both of you more. Some of what we've been talking about recently has been, how are we in sync with the messaging of the district? You know, are we as board members understanding and in alignment with maintaining a clear message for our community in these political times so that we don't uh, misalign our perspectives with how the district is trying to uh, build and maintain confidence and trust in the community, as well as making sure that the right and correct information is going out to our community so that we all can uh, work together and make sure that we maintain that level of good relationships with one another. So unity is more important now than ever, making sure that we're putting our own political agendas aside to ensure that we are all working in the best interest of our students and making sure that we all are upholding our board service in the common vision that we have for our children today. So I'd like to say thank you to Jamie and Mark as we are out of time for today's podcast. So thank you, both of you, for joining me for this conversation.
0: Thank you, Darcy. Thank you.
1: And I'd also like to thank the people working behind the scenes. Thank you to Megan Janeiro, Alyssa Maelo, and Al Marlin. And if you have a question, a comment, or a topic to suggest, we want to hear from you. So email us at thepresidentsgavel at nisba.org. My name is Darcy Darcoli, Director of Leadership Development, and for the New York State School Boards Association, this has been a production of The President's Gavel. And this meeting is now adjourned.